The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. and drums, you know it's time for the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. Join us as we explore the world of business, leadership, and entrepreneurship in Wichita. Learn from local business leaders and owners on how they have built and grown their companies and the challenges and opportunities they met along the way. Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens Ajibalande. Welcome to another exciting edition of the WCBA, powered, of course, by Evergy. First, thank you for listening. Don't forget to like us, love us, share us. We truly appreciate you checking us out. Today, we are excited to have the Harry Sofa in the housey. Yes, we have <laughs> Julie Bro. <laughs> How's it going? Good. How are you guys? Uh, we are well. And I'm really excited because not only do we have Julie Bro, but we have Franklin James in the house with us. Hey, Franklin. The real star of the show. Bro, bro. Can, can you share with us who you are and who Franklin is? Uh, yes, I am Julie Bro, and I am the owner of the Harry Sofa Pet Grooming Salons. We just opened our second. Um, originally, I'm a veterinary technician, and I have a veterinary hospital as well. And that's where my real love fell for a very long time, for 21 years, actually. And I'm transitioning to doing just the Harry Sofa from here on out. And Franklin James is my newest acquisition, um, set myself up for old age because I need a little dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought I'll just pick him up. And yeah, so we've had Danes a lot of our lives and we've decided to go for the little ones since we're getting older. So anyway. So you go from a Great Dane to what type of dog is this? <laughs> this is a Shih Tzu. Oh. Yes. Yes. And he's very stylish. He is. Well, that's what we do. Yes. Yes, that's yeah, what yeah, you do. Exactly. So <laughs> owning, <laughs> owning a grooming salon, it is actually very difficult to get my dogs groomed. So they always look terrible because we always I give my spots up to other people who need them, you know, oh, faster okay. and whatever. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So anyway, he's not always the best looking dog in the block. <laughs> well, I, I'm excited to learn a little bit about your story. I know you had the one location and, and I guess maybe let's back up. You said you owned a vet hospital mm -hmm. and you started as a vet tech, but you don't do grooming. I don't know. Personally, right? No. You're the business Yes. person of this. So talk to us a little bit about how this business operates. How did you come up with um, the hairy sofa? Like, where did this come from? Um, right. So it's from the veterinary hospital. So as a veterinary hospital, I mean, I've been a vet tech for a long time and um, people have always said I was bossy. So I thought I'll try actually <laughs> bossing people around. So um, and we started that 21 years ago. We bought an existing hospital. So um, we really did have to rebrand it. Um, we felt like it wasn't um, the way it had previously functioned was not the way that we felt it should be functioning. Mm -hmm. So we changed the name and started all over basically and um, had to attract a lot of new clients. So that was a little bit of work. But um, then we started the boarding and daycare facilities. We wanted to be a one-stop shop. Drop your dog off, go to the veterinary hospital, go to daycare, and then you could get your dog groomed while you're there. So mm -hmm. I, not knowing anything about grooming, I, I made a little room and I put some kennels in it and a bath in it. And I was like, this should be enough. And Come to find out, for for one, we were so booked within 
oh my gosh, boarding, daycare, all of it, were up in Bel Air. And there just wasn't a lot to choose from except for the big corporations. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we wanted to provide something that was a little safer, more um, personal detail, more personal attention. So when we did that, though, we were just overcome with clients. And so I couldn't get my own dog groomed. So I ended up at it. Petco for my grooming um, because I couldn't get into my own place and ended up, <laughs> yeah, right? So, not something. Yeah. Wow. So, I met an amazing um, groomer out there and I just loved her. And what I loved was not the grooms I got. I loved her attention to me. I loved her attention to my dog. Mm-hmm. I loved how she made me feel so comfortable leaving my dog there and thinking that she's going to she's gonna treat my little fur baby just like she would her own. And that's what attracted me to her. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I can teach her how to run a business. She can teach me how to, how to build a grooming salon. So um, that's that's where it all started. So you poached her. Yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. We, we, we did. Yeah, we've heard about that happening a <laughs> yeah. time or two. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, they do, and they're getting smarter and yep. having contracts now. So oh, that, you really? just can't do that as easily. But she had Ooh. been there, I think, seven or eight years. So she was ready to, she, she wanted to get into a situation where she was not dictated by a corporation who had no idea how to run a grooming yeah. salon. Gotcha. Um, so what was great about her is she brought everything to me that she knew she didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. So and that sometimes is a lot more information than knowing what you want to do is yeah. still knowing what you don't want to do. So that's what we ended up doing. Started with three groomers and ended with eight and moved a couple of times on the east side to get bigger and then we still aren't taking new clients and so booked out wow. on the east what? side. What? I was just wow. about to say, Yeah, east I need to bring is, my puppy. East but. side's pretty full. Um, we've just gotten two new groomers, so they might be able to bring in some new people. We train all the people we've hired mm-hmm. um, just mm-hmm. about. Um, not all wow. of them, but. And then, so then we were like, we need another location. Yeah. So we came downtown. Yay. Best thing we've ever Excellent. done. Excellent. I'm just awesome. so excited about downtown. I love it so much. So um, just get, we're only booked about two weeks downtown but i'm up to eight groomers now finally downtown and that so was, i can come downtown yes, you'll you accept come me downtown, downtown. <laughs> okay <laughs> we, the better is downtown anyway it's so much fun downtown yeah. the east side is just amazing because it's our i mean it's just our established people they're just you know they're our core they've been with us for since 2013 so to go someplace to get a new it's so fun to meet new people mm-hmm. um and that's what going downtown has really been all about well i live east and work downtown so either See, one that's works. worked out I mean, for us that's why we thought we'd be okay um coming downtown so and we've brought a lot of east siders downtown which was so fun because they they come to nascar park and i didn't even know all of this was here yeah i know so Great entrepreneurial story. I mm-hmm. mean, that's a beautiful thing. Um, tell us about your culture, though. How did you create it? Or was it intentional? Or did it just roll through? <laughs> it just well, became um, I always kind of laugh because I found a card, which my husband will not love, that um, said that he's a speed bump in my life. I'm a race car, and he's my speed bump <laughs> because mm. what I do, and he always took that as an insult, but it's not at all because what it is is that I jump and then think later, and he. I need somebody <clears throat> to stop me and go, whoa, yeah. whoa, lady, what are you doing? So um, I tend to just jump in, and then I figure it out from there. So I've really learned almost everything when it comes to our culture from my employees because the ones you keep 
are the ones that, um, you know, you can really learn from. But the ones that I left, I learned so much more because I always tried to do an exit interview and find out why they were mm-hmm. leaving. So finding out what they needed. And the world has changed so much post-pandemic, obviously. Um, it really gave me a lot of time to reflect. And I knew what kind of culture I wanted. It's just hard to get everybody on board with you. So yeah. Um, and and my staff, they're my commodity. Um, and just knowing that how important they are to my business, I think that's where Petco and PetSmart really mess up. And I hope they don't hear this because I don't want them to figure it out because it's a, <laughs> it's a great business to have. But um, those people and making them happy and giving them what they need to want to come to work and be able to um, also provide a good um, living for their families is what I'm really about. So the culture is gratitude. We've just started a lot of gratitude and happiness and spreading that happiness and and um, being aware of how your body can affect the person next to you um, because we're all in one space and mm-hmm. and we're very close to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want them to know that when they're having a rough day, it makes their pets have a rough day, their pet clients, and then they're also their um, <coughs> colleagues. And working with animals, um, they can sense your every fear, apprehension, nervousness. And so um, we also, something that we do that's different is that we we provide a low stress environment um, so that we will only do so much to your dog. There, you know, if your dog hates their nails trim, our goal is going to give lots of positive reinforcement so that they leave not hating it as much. Mm-hmm. Some dogs will never love it. But we do not, if a dog is very upset and it is stressing them, we don't do it. So, um, and I think you'll find that's different than other places, especially mm-hmm. the corporate. It's, you've got They're a job get to it do, done. get yeah. it done. <laughs> and um, we're all about providing a, an environment of positive reinforcement. And when they leave, they should be um, happier than when they came in. So, but I equate it to a dental office or a dentist. Nobody loves a dentist, I don't think. Maybe some people love the dentist, but yeah. it's all something we have to do. Right. And dogs have to go. We have to do that. So we want to get the best experience that you can. You mentioned about working close together. It looked like you opened up um, Nafsker Park right when the pandemic hit. The day. The day. <laughs> we watched the whole Nafsker Park tear down because they were going to have the Blake, Sh- the Blake Shelton big pre-party uh, there. Mm-hmm. We watched them tear everything down and did not understand what was happening. And, yeah, it was pretty, yeah. pretty so devastating. Share with us that experience. I mean, I think you already started, but <laughs> share with us that experience and the 18 or 22 months later um, of, of that downtown locate. How, what was going through your mind or what's been going through your mind for the last 22 months? or 20 Well, months I told whatever. everybody, well, for one, I refused to close, which was probably not a cool thing for me to do, but I really didn't understand. And I don't think, unfortunately, when you're, when you're deemed non-essential and you feel quite certain that your pets that you're taking care of, it is essential. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we found after we were able to open up, I, can't even explain to you the shape that these poor pets were in when we finally did get to open back up. So I was pretty angry that um, the value of cleanliness in a pet um, and brushing and especially these longer haired guys was not, you know, I guess they they didn't acknowledge and understand how important that was. So, and I'm sure you haven't seen, but we've been on um, Good Day Kansas a couple of times. And one of the big ones was right after the pandemic where we showed all of these pandemic puppies, <clears throat> and there are so many doodles, golden doodles, that were completely matted to yeah. the skin by the time they could come in. And then their anxiousness, again, it's the dentist. And if you don't go to the dentist for 10 years, right. can you imagine what you feel like when you first walk in right. 
to that environment and scary noises, scary smells, everything's different. And they weren't able to come in at their normal formative years. And we were able to do, you know, just a nail trim at first or just a bath at first and ease them into it. We had these dogs come in matted to the skin where you, we had no option for their health. We had to get those mats off. That causes so much infection and Mm -hmm. um, bacterial growth underneath. So um, that was difficult. But I think I told everybody, I just, I went in a corner and curled up and was very depressed for probably a week knowing I'm non-essential and knowing that they, you know, they they did shut me down. Um, And we were only shut down a good month, five weeks maybe. But we did a lot of of podcast listening Mm -hmm. and, you know, um, trying to just um, figure out how we're going to pivot, how we're going to flex here. And what the great thing about doing a grooming salon, because the veterinary hospital was very difficult, obviously, with the amount of interaction we need with a client. Um, with a pet grooming, we call them on the phone and we can say, hey, what do you need done today? Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm seeing when they drop their dog off. And then they go back to the car and we just go out and exchange a leash. That's all we did wow. outside. Um, and then we come in and call them and say, here's what we're seeing in Franklin. And um, what are you thinking today or whatever? So there was, and then we were <clears> able <throat> to do an online payment system, um, found that. It was so, two seconds of interaction. So help me understand. Well, first, shout out to Good Day Kansas, of course, powered by Evergy. Yes. Oh, um, yes. Uh, but help me understand. So the grooming business was considered non-essential was the veterinarian business considered non-essential as well? No, no we were essential the whole time. So was that was essential a, the whole time. a very fast okay. move we had to make with that. Okay. But there's so much that was more difficult because of the interaction with the clients, you right. know? I mean, dogs don't talk. We need to get all this information from right. the clients. And then, again, the nerves with the, the dogs having been separated from right. their owners. It just, and, oh, my gosh, the euthanasias. I just, <laughs> and it was just wrong. Wow. So but what wow. do you do when you can't have you know, your pets, your your owners with the pets when you have yeah. to say goodbye. And yeah. it was it was pretty upsetting yeah, time. You know, you, you've talked to us to us a little bit about your culture. And, you know, the east side is sold out. Downtown is uh, almost sold out in your month or so ahead for booking. What makes you so unique? Right. People come in. You can go somewhere, like you said, to, to bathe your your pet, um, mm-hmm. you know, get their nails trimmed. But there's something about you guys. Is it the name? Is it the hairy sofa? Everybody <laughs> loves the name. <laughs> Everybody loves so, the name. So I want to know, where did that name come from? Um, well, you know, we were just playing with the idea, leave the hair with us. We knew that's our tagline. That's mm. what we knew our motto was going to be. Is that Because you can bathe your own dog at home, Yeah. but that hair doesn't go anywhere. It stays at home with you that you've just, you know, either blown out or... So we knew we wanted to stay the hair with us. Well, where is the hair at home? And if you have a dog that you absolutely love, and uh, most of the times they're up on the sofa maybe once in a while, maybe not all the time, mm-hmm. um, but you've got a hairy sofa. It just happens. So, um, <laughs> so that's where we came up with the hairy sofa. Yeah. And then we thought that... If that's all our name was, that's a little confusing. So we added the pet <laughs> grooming and boutique, so everybody knew. Um, it's kind of a funny story. If you if you Google it, you get some very not at all what you expect from a hairy sofa. So I would not recommend it, honestly. But because um, <laughs> the hairy couch was worse, we went to hairy sofa, oh, gosh. and that we we got better um, with that. But we love the name so much, we were willing to put up yeah. with that. But um, and and it's like what I told you when I went to Petco. Um, it wasn't. It was the girl that approached me with my dog. That's what we provide. We thought we had to be the best grooming salon in 
put out the best product. Um, we came to find out really quick. That was the last question that was asked. First questions are, what do you do to make sure my dog is safe? Mm. How do you treat my pet when you're here? How, you know, how do you get mm. these things done? And so it wasn't about the haircut as much as, you know, they need to be go home clean without the hair, obviously, without the mats. But um, treat my dog like, like yeah. that for a baby they really are. And that's really what my girls, um, everyone we hire is really good at customer service and communication. And then secondly, they're really good with pets. So that's um, that's what we provide that I think that unfortunately some of the other salons, um, they overbook their girls. And they um, we only allow a certain amount of dogs based on what we feel like you can do and give individual attention to each dog. Um, typically, that's around five dogs a day. And you'll find um, the girls I've hired that have come from somewhere else are easily 10 to 15 dogs a day. Wow. And how do you how do you possibly Assembly stop? Line. Yeah. Roll them in. Yes, exactly. <laughs> them and those dogs deserve to be pet right. and talked to and kissed on. Mm -hmm. And when you're so stressed, you just you don't have time you know, to do that. Mm -hmm. So we we so make it's the sure interaction. That we right. make sure that they create that relationship with that dog. It's not just it's not an assembly line. Right. Yeah, we know every dog. We know what they like. We know what they don't like. Um, it's really important to us. Yeah. Well, I have a German Shepherd, and there's hair. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> and so they're called German Shedders, in case you didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, thank you. We had a client that said, I have a German Shedder. And I was like, what? What is he talking about? And then I got, I was like, oh, my God, that's perfect. That's perfect. I'm feeling that. Yes. Yeah. They're all German Shedders now. Yeah. German yeah, they're shedders. terrible Shedders. I mean, oh, my gosh. Uh, we have oh a lot gosh. of them. We have a lot. Even labs, you know, and you don't think about grooming German Shepherds. Um, but the um, the um, the way that we blow out that undercoat, and I sound like I know what I'm talking about. I don't actually do it. I just watch <laughs> yeah. it. Um, the hair they get out is you will never be able to get that kind of hair out at home. You're just not. So. And that's what I was thinking, because no matter how much brushing, like mm -hmm. I, I had on, not that this matters to anyone who's listening, but I had on a dress and I had on tights. And so I was like, okay, bye. And li literally I had just brushed them, right? Yeah. And it was still all over me. I was yep. so upset. Yeah. No, it's very frustrating, I know. And um, fortunately, we're not going to be able to probably get rid of no, all I of know, them, I but know. it's going to be a lot more than, and we do have a, you know, a de-shedding package, mm -hmm. every, you know, they spend an hour brushing and blowing out that oh, hair wow. coat. So an hour. It's, it's a, it's a lot of time. I don't spend uh, that amount of time. <laughs> no, no. And I don't even want to, I don't, I forgot how to trim nails. I don't like to do it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do it. And that's the great thing about the grooming salon versus the animal hospital is that it's just all fun. These girls are dancing and singing and, um, you know, we're having a blast. Um, animal hospital is a little bit more subdued. And, yeah. You know, you deal with some sad stuff. And it's but on just this side, fun. it's a party. That's why it's I think party. I'm, I'm transitioning out of the animal hospital because I'm I'm just, my life, I, I don't want to make a dog do anything they don't want to do mm -hmm. ever again. Right, right. <laughs> I am just become a big baby about it. I just want to have fun. Yeah. I don't even want to groom dogs because they sometimes <laughs> they don't want them. Yeah. I, I just want to run around and play with dogs. Well, thank you for keeping the party going. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, friends, we reached to that time. We're going to hear it from our sponsors, and we'll be back with more from Julie Bro. Severe weather. Whether it's hail, wind, rain, or snow, storms can cause damages, inconveniences, and sometimes even power outages. At Evergy, we're committed to providing safe, reliable energy. And in the event of an outage, our linemen work tirelessly to restore your power as quickly and as safely as possible. And with tools like our outage map and real-time updates, we're with you every step of the way. Visit evergy.com slash stay safe to learn more. As a convener of people and ideas, 
the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce continues to extend our reach and maximize our efforts to provide the best possible business environment in our region. Your partnership is imperative for accelerating business success. We invite you to visit wichitachamber.org to learn more about the benefits of membership and become involved with our efforts to provide success for our members, leadership for our community, and prosperity for our region. Visit wichitachamber.org and follow us on your favorite social media platform. Welcome back, everyone. We are here with Julie Bro from The Harry Sofa, and we are hearing about all of the fun times that she and her staff are having with all of our fur pets and friends. So talk to us a little bit about social media. You are getting the word out, obviously, because you guys are popping. But um, I'm following you guys on TikTok. Tell me about that. Um, how'd you get involved with TikTok or what made you think about going to TikTok? Well, I have a 15-year-old. Okay, well, there you are. <laughs> That's all you need, right? And it used to be called Musical.ly. Um, and I lost track of when it became Musical.ly to TikTok. And um, I really didn't understand the whole thing. And it's still, I'm still showing my age because I don't understand watching something that other people do all that like I just don't understand doing that for 20 <laughs> minutes but at a time but um, I knew that it's it's reaching people and now they're showing um, how-to videos and and cooking videos and all there's some really valuable things out there mm -hmm. um, I think it used to be pretty silly but I feel like some of the things we do are pretty silly you know we we color hair we dress our dogs up you know he's in a in a um, teddy bear outfit today and so um, when you and I, I'm not sure how many um, has been done study-wise, what pe how people feel when they watch dogs mm -hmm. um, doing silly things or being cute. But I know that it must change your attitude because I know when I come home, if I've had a rough day, I just look at Franklin and pet him and yeah. my whole world just melts away except mm -hmm. him. So um, it was important for us just to get the cuteness out there. Also a little education, but I don't know anything about it. And so I hired someone to do that for yeah. me. And so she's doing a fantastic job. Yes, she she's is. got us on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. So um, we just send the material to her, but I've actually got some girls that are amazing at it, my groomers. Um, and they've taken some great videos, TikTok videos, and um, some really fun stuff. And I give them the leeway to do whatever. Um, I've checked. I usually have to look at it just a little bit because everybody's sense of humor is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And I tend to fall on the more conservative side. So I got to make sure that it stays, you know, where it's it's cute and not doesn't go over that level of not being as funny to everybody. But it's not easy. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, and I think paying someone to do it is so worth it. So worth it. Well, I enjoy it. So I'm tell glad her you do. kudos. Thank you. I enjoy well it done. too. Well done. I love dogs. Not a big cat person, but uh, yeah. I love dogs. But some people love dogs way more than I do. So uh, yeah, me too. Tell us about this human animal bond thing that's going on. I mean, what's going on there? Well, it, it's a real it's a real thing. I just happened to go to a conference that um, two people that have done a lot of research in the area were there and shared um, a lot of their knowledge. And I don't remember all the dates and things, but it's, you know, back in the early 1940s or 50s, I think, is when um, they were doing, unfortunately, research on dogs and testing products or different things. Um, and they found that as they were monitoring all these parts of the dog, that when a person would come up and talk to the dog, make eye contact or pet the dog, the dog's um, blood pressure went down very quickly. Mm -hmm. And it was so immediate, there was no way to deny that it wasn't that effect. And so they were like, well, if it happens this way, does it happen the other way? And that just kind of opened a door. And um, I'm sure you guys 
have heard that, you know, the, all the things that it can help with PTSD, with autism. Mm -hmm. um, the American Heart Association just did um, a study in 2019, I think, that um, emphasized that the people that were post-cardiac episode that live longer that had a dog, especially if they lived alone, mm -hmm. and loneliness, and aging, with the whole aging process, with, with um, people, they thought that it probably, uh, the elderly, it helped having a dog because it made them get up and move around and maybe take their dogs for a walk because it kept them more active. But what they actually found, too, that it, it absolutely helped with the loneliness. And loneliness can affect your health way more than lack of exercise. So that's something I've known for a very long time. I've been interested in um, the animal industry, and I actually was part of the something called the Magnum Fund, which is was a dog that came to us abused. And I went up to Topeka, terrifying, and um, spoke in front of the Senate and, and the House to the way people treat animals can be indicative of the way they treat humans. And so the fact that this dog was found and severely abused, um, we were able to pass a law that makes animal abuse a, a felony now. It used to be a misdemeanor, which isn't cra crazy. Are you as part of that? Yeah. Wow. Was very I, I had heard about it. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. So Magnum was my little puppy. Came in. I was nine months pregnant. He came in and I, we scooped him up and um, did everything we could to make that little stinker live. And he just, he made such a big impact and was only around for about two weeks, unfortunately. Right. But the amount of love that came from that Bill Warren, he, you know, mm -hmm. he, there was a, um, a reward for anybody who could find out um, who did that to him. But the biggest thing is that we passed a law that if you're going to abuse a pet outright, well, I mean, right. we're not talking about actually right. running over a dog, but right. if you take a bat to a dog, there are going to be some severe consequences. Who and, would do that? And so, to me, that relationship between humans and animals, it goes both ways. It says if you're a good person and possibly if you have bad tendencies, you'll see that animal abuse. And mm. um, so— that relationship between humans and animals is very important to me at this point in my life. And I've always had it there in the background. Um, and that's why I've just continued to go down this pet path is to veterinary medicine first, you know, making them healthy and mm -hmm. saving them if you can. And then to the grooming part of it, which we consider ourselves part of the healthcare team because mm -hmm. we see dogs every six to eight weeks. And we've actually had one of my girls has found lupus on a dog because she noticed something not right and said, I feel like, and it was very subtle, but she'd seen the dog enough times to go, this is changing and this isn't normal. Sent the dog to the vet and ended up diagnosing lupus. We've diagnosed um, sarcomas, um, wow. cancers, and these girls are feeling this dog all over every time they do mm -hmm. it. Um, you know, they're doing a full exam every time we groom your dog. So mm -hmm. um, I'm very proud of that part of it as well. And again, that's part of their health um, is that we see if the veterinarians team once a year, we see them every six to eight weeks um, regularly. So all of that is very important. And I feel like people being able to trust that we are here to do absolutely everything we can to keep your pet safe and healthy and low stress. I think that trust, um, I take that very seriously. And our veterinary hospital as well as at our grooming salons. That's a big, a big responsibility. Help me understand. You, I think you said you're transitioning from the hospital to doing this full time. Mm -hmm. What's next for you? Oh, I have so many ideas, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, getting older and getting tireder. Um, I'm hoping once I'm not at the hospital as much that I'll have a little more energy. But um, a grooming salon that has... Um, 
teaching, a school associated with it is really my dream because there have been a couple in town that have done it very badly, um, in my opinion. So Mm -hmm. what that's worth. But being able to um, teach these kids, um, I actually have a daughter that, of course, you're going to college, got the money saved up. Here you go. She did the butler. She went on to K-State. Okay, yeah, <laughs> K-State. We went from bad to worse. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Erase all that. <laughs> went to K-State. <laughs> and she did her year, and she just didn't love it. You know, she didn't mm. love it. And it was so hard as parents to let her drop out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, what are you going to do? And she wanted to be a dog groomer. Mm. Mm. So it um, was not my dream for her, but I'm telling you, she is amazing. And she is my uh, manager downtown. And I see her going that way. But there was no place for her to learn except for the partner I found who is amazing as teaching as well. Sarah okay. is, she's an incredible person and um, trainer and so almost everyone that we now have on board have been trained by us or pseudo trained by us. And I think that she should go into full-time teaching mm-hmm. and I would run the business part of it. And I would love to do that. Wow. Um, I happened to sit at a table with WSU Tech and Butler Community College big wigs, and they were both interested. Unfortunately, there's no regulation. There's no certification. Someone can open their garage door and start cutting dogs and say they're a dog groomer. Ah. So, you know, good and bad. I don't have a lot of rules to follow right now, except my own, which I feel like I kind of want it to be regulated because I know I will, I'm already doing everything I should be doing cleanliness wise and um, behavior wise with the dogs, but they're not quite ready because it's no regulation. So they don't feel like they can do a certificate, but I can. So Mm. I think it would be awesome to start a school here. Mobile grooming is the other thing to help with the, you know, the elderly being able to go to like a Mm -hmm. Lark's Field where they allow dogs. Thank goodness. Mm. That's another thing. I feel like Wichita needs to start opening more dog, more doors to our dogs, Mm -hmm. um, letting them come into as long as they're well behaved. There's no reason he can't sit at my feet while I have dinner, um, you know, or go in and do some shopping or get my hair done or, well, he already goes those places with me anyway. Um, but I would love to see, just came from San Diego, and I can't even tell you the amount of dogs out there. Yeah. Because they go everywhere, and they're so well-behaved. So anyway, that's that's my, that's I would next. love to go there. I have no idea if I'll be able to pull it off, but um, that is my next. That's very cool. Yeah. And Franklin was able to come into the podcast. Yeah, he is very well-behaved. And I didn't ask. Most of the time I do ask, but yeah. I thought, no. no. She came in, she said, if you want me, you, you got Franklin. Him. Take the dog. <laughs> so. Take this dog. Who doesn't want this dog? I know it, He's right? such a great dog. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Life is good for Franklin. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right well, yeah. we appreciate you coming to share your story with us. It's been quite amazing. Thank you fun. for uh, sharing your enthusiasm and love for people's pets, including your own. And I think people will be, you know, really thrilled to hear your story and to see what you're doing. Thank you. Um, so so thank, thank you. you. Thank you. And when Ebony comes to the downtown location. I'm, I'm looking for your daughter. With right? the German she's been, she's Yeah, yeah. Ask for Sydney. Sydney okay. bro. Yes. Charger appropriately. We <laughs> do. Oh, okay. She's yeah. like, we do. But we do not do things for free. Go ahead no. and add a Don tax on oh, it. So. <laughs> we can do it. Excellent. Well, we're going to have some fun now. Oh. Franklin can join in if he chooses. All right, buddy. He's ready. <laughs> Going to do word association. Oh. I'll give you one word. You give me one word back. It's not wrong because it's your word. Ready? Okay. And if you want to hyphenate a word or string eight words to make one word, that's cool. 
that's okay. fine. But we try to keep it at one word. Leader. Compassion. College. I think it's right for some people. That's not one word. Um, college. Um, fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the first answer. I mean, it's more than one word. I've changed my attitude about college. Um, my older daughter has taught me that. I mean, I hope my younger one goes, but, you know, we need dog groomers. We need people that service mm-hmm. our air conditioners. We need technical. Yeah. I am just so much more appreciative of those people than I used to. So yeah. Excellent. Entrepreneur. Mm. A risk taker. Nice. Hero. Gratitude. Gratefulness. Yeah. Vacation. Heaven. <laughs> uh, failure. Oh, my worst fear. Nice. Wichita. Oh, excitement. Chamber. Knowledge. Family. My rock. Fun. Friends. Okay. Yeah, always. Yeah. Last but not least, and you have to tell the truth. Beverage. Oh. Brown water bourbon, baby. All right. right. (laughs) That's my favorite. All right. That's our jam. The brown water. Good stuff. (laughs) Excellent. Thanks for coming through. Truly appreciate it. So much fun. I could do this all day. It's so good to see people and talk to people again. I've missed that terribly. (laughs) Even through plexiglass, I'll do it. Ah, That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Well, friends, we have reached that time. It's the end of our segment. Thank you, Julie, for coming on and being with us today and taking time out of your busy schedule. We appreciate you. Friends, make sure that you like us and share us with all of your people. Um, Share our story and let us know who you'd like to hear from next. Till next time. Peace. The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. Thank you for your support of small businesses. If you are interested in learning more about small business investment, contact Angie Elliott at A-E-L-L-I-O-T-T at wichitachamber.org.